know how to start these things. Welcome to Japanatron. My name is Dave Pavlina, and Japanatron is a podcast about Japan. Yeah, about uh, life in Japan and Japanese culture. So uh, yeah, let's get started. Today's episode is called Cool Japanese Stuff That I Can't Live Without. And uh, my inspiration for today's topic is from the scene in uh, the movie Pulp Fiction, when John Travolta and Samuel Jackson, you know, they're talking about Amsterdam. John Travolta's character just got back from Amsterdam. And there's some line in there that says, yeah, you know, they got the same shit over there that we got over here, but theirs is just a little different, right? Same thing in Japan. They got the same shit over here, but theirs is just a little different. And in a lot of cases, it's better. And it's so much better that I now can't live without it. So let's go through these things. Okay, I made this little list. I like making lists. Number one, the shower toilet. This is what they call. They call it the shower toilet. Uh, It's an electronic toilet seat. It's heated. um, And uh, the best part is it basically, it cleans your asshole for you. It wipes for you. Oh my god, it's so fucking awesome. I mean, there are controls to adjust the water pressure, the temperature of the water and of the seat, the angle, it's, you know, the um, the angle it's going to shoot the water, you know, in your asshole for you and everything. And it's great because, you know, sometimes you're lucky and you get what I like to call a clean exit. You know, the log, you just know that that's the end of the log and you got the whole log out as it's plopping down, and that's it. And, you know, you barely even have to wipe because there's there's just nothing there. It's you, you got it all out. Clean exit. And that's fine, but the, the toilet seat is for the times when you don't have a clean exit, which seems like, you know, more often than not with me. You know, maybe it's messy in there, it's crusty, you know, I'm using like five rolls of toilet paper, and I'm wiping, and I'm wiping, and I'm wiping, and my asshole is just burning, it's dying, and I'm going to clog up the pipes, and, you know, I'm running through all this toilet paper, and it's a big literal pain in my ass, okay? And my asshole is paying the price for that. And that's where the shower toilet comes in. Oh my god, I cannot live without it, okay? It keeps my pipes clean, and it keeps keep, keeps my house's pipes clean. I mean, and you can't beat that. Oh, and I save a shitload on toilet paper. Because I press the buttons, the water squirts up, I got a nice squeaky clean asshole. Maybe one little wipe, you know, to kind of, you know, clean up the water. Because I don't want the, you know, residual water dripping into my pants. It looks like I sold, soiled myself or something. So, that's great. The problem, it's funny, is whenever I visit the USA, whenever I visit America, I feel like I'm I'm visiting a third world country. I mean, Jesus Christ, they're behind. I mean, fuck, get with the times, motherfuckers. Get some electronic toilet seats. 
I mean, you cannot live without these things. It's like a cell phone once you get one, you know, and it's like, um, you know, I go back and it's like, I got, I got this like backward country I have to deal with. You know, I got a cold, like wooden seat at my parents' house and I, I got to wipe and wipe and wipe, you know, cause you know, when you travel, you know, your, your guts, you know, your internals are all fucked up, you know? And yeah, I'm wiping and wiping and I'm like, I'm using all my parents' toilet paper and I'm literally roughing it. You get it? Roughing it? <laughs> yeah, bitches. Uh, Needless to say, needless to say, when I travel back to the U.S., my asshole gets very angry with me, very mad, you know? And I was thinking, I don't understand why these things just haven't caught on in the U.S.A., and they seem to be only popular in Japan. I guess, you know, with, with America being as Puritan as it is, it just can't get over itself, you know, that... um Squirting water up your ass is just not something that Americans, Puritan America, wants to deal with. And that's sad, really, because, um, because really, you're missing out. And, you know, I was thinking, I should be the spokesperson, you know, to get these things marketed overseas, you know, because um, I've never seen them in other countries. You know, like, Europe has the bidet or something, which is kind of a water fountain, it's kind of a low-tech solution, but... Um, Japan's way ahead on keeping your asshole clean. And, uh, yeah, that is one thing, um, probably the number one thing I cannot live without. A very cool Japanese product. Well, you know, I think we've probably talked enough about my asshole and how clean it is. So, uh, yeah, moving on. Um, next, I'd like to talk about something completely different, a little less personal. Uh, payment cards. Now, America's got credit cards, and, you know, don't get me wrong, they are convenient. Japan has them too, of course. One key difference about credit cards in Japan is that you set a PIN number on them, kind of like how you do with uh, debit cards, you know, ATM cards in the, in the States. Now, what a fucking great idea this is, you know? <laughs> when you use the card, you gotta enter a, a you know, a PIN number. A password, okay? Wow, what a brilliant idea. Hey, America, you think you can do that? Because goddammit, man. I can't tell you how many times I've had friends or family, and, and, and man, God forbid this ever happened to me, is, you know, your, your credit card gets ripped off, and then some douchebag goes on a shopping spree with it. You know, and they, they say, you know, the credit card company will cover it all, but why don't, you know, you know what they say, an ounce of prevention, you know, and God bless Japan. Hey, let's put a let's put a pin number on the on the uh, on the credit card. What a what a brilliant idea that is. You know, and it's so funny because you know I have one of those debit credit cards in the U.S. And you know the 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 clerk asked me, Hey, is this debit or credit? You know, and you could choose. It's this. It's one card with both, right? And if I say debit, I have to enter a pin number. But if I say credit, I don't. <laughs> Why not? So, you know, thank you, Japan. God bless you. That was actually just a side note, though, because the main thing I like to say about the payment cards in Japan is these things, they're like, um, they're, my mom called them uh, tap cards, and they use a proximity sensor. And when, you know, when you go to a place, you go to a restaurant, you go to a convenience store, uh, especially also at the train station, there's just this kind of lit up panel. And you just put your card there, and bring, and you paid. Okay, 
it's prepaid. There's really no, there's kind of a, an account associated with it, but the application process is nothing. You could do it from a machine. It's, it, the closest thing I could, I could associate it with would be like buying a gift card, you know, like a Barnes and Noble gift card or something. And then when you go to Barnes and Noble, you just give them the card and then it goes, bring, you know, just put it near the proximity sensor and you pay. But in Japan's case, they're accepted all over the place. And they've gotten better at it. It used to be a pain in the ass. You know, they had like a whole bunch of different systems and you'd have to have like five of them in your wallet. And it was a big pain. But a lot of them merged and they're really, they're really getting their shit together. Uh, like all the train stations have them. And you just, you could just keep it in your wallet and just tap your wallet to the, uh, to the sensor thing. And walk right through the, uh, the turnstile. It's great. And uh, is really, it's especially convenient <laughs> in convenience stores. And also restaurants. And, you know, I hate this when I go back to the U.S. You know, everyone's stacking up their uh, their credit card. You know, I go with like four friends and we got four credit cards. And then you're like, okay, I had a beer, so I'll put in an extra four, five bucks. You know, and then we got to do tip and tax and tip. Oh, God. And then... You don't know what the hell the total is, you know, when you get the bill, because you, you got to figure out the tip and everything. And in Japan, God bless them for not only having the the payment cards, but also no tipping. When you're with four friends, you know, you just get up, you leave, you go to the you go to the register, and then uh, they'll split up the bill for you, you know. Uh, they'll they'll do all that for you, and they just tap the card, bling 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 bling, and you're out of there. And God damn it, I love it. Jesus. Why can't the U.S. do that? Moving on. Now, this one's a little bit more personal. Uh, the other thing I cannot live without in Japan is... Oh, man, how the hell do I explain this? Okay. A little background. I'm one of those guys that has to, what I call, de-monkey-fy every once in a while. And... I'm not ashamed to admit that, yes, I, uh, I do shave some of my, my body hair, okay? I shave probably part of my chest, and also I shave around, like, the money shot. And, you know, okay, fine, you can make fun of me for doing this, and, you know, plenty of people have. Um, and, and here's the argument I'll give for it, okay? Number one, I just feel cleaner, and I feel younger, and this was covered, I swear to God, it was covered in a Seinfeld episode, that once you start doing it, you can't stop. You're just, you just get used to that kind of feeling of having like a clean, you know, I have everything off my chest, literally. And um, the argument I'll give for, for shaving the money shot is that, uh, look, when you have a tree, right, and it's on a field, and the grass is grown around the tree, and when you cut the grass around the tree, the tree looks taller, right? So I'll leave it at that. Okay. That's the background. Now, the problem I've always had, I've always faced this for years, and any guy that shaves, um, you know, I'm not a leg shaver, so don't make fun of me too much, but any guy that shaves, um, you know, body hair, they'll, they'll tell you that it, that shit comes back stronger than ever. You shave it, and it'll just come back stronger. Shaving. There's something about shaving that just makes it grow back stronger. And that's, therein lies the problem, okay? Now, God bless the Japanese, they figured this shit out too. 
they released this product, and I think this is pretty recent because I've seen it being promoted um, relatively recently, and I had to get, I had to try this shit out. They have this thing, it resembles a shaver, okay? And it's called, like, Men's No-No Hair or something. No-No Hair for Men. They have a women's version, too. Okay, I don't know the crazy fucking weird science going on in this thing, but this shit works, dude. It uses heat or something, okay? It looks like a shaver, but it's got this little thin wire, like a heating element. Almost like, I want to say like a toaster oven. You know, but the heating element is just a thin little wire, okay? And you just sort of roll it, you know, like a shaver, and it makes this buzzing sound. And it doesn't really shave. It'll just kind of kick the shit out of the hair. And it takes a few treatments, but God damn it, it's like it doesn't grow back as strong. It's like weakening it. And oh my God, they figured it out, you know, and that's exactly what I want. You know, I'll shave it down, and then I'll just use this, this no-no hair device over it, and it'll be, and it's weird, and you smell the hair burning. It's burning something. It doesn't hurt at all. You just kind of feel, it just kind of feels warm. You know, it's like a warm feeling. It's not bad at all. It doesn't hurt. It feels kind of good, actually. Uh, I guess the worst part about it is you, you smell that, like, burning hair thing, which is kind of weird. But, man, it works. And it, um, man, problem solved, basically. It's just, like, it's great because I don't have to demonkeyfy as often anymore. And the more I use it, it, it just it's just getting more, it's just getting less and less often I have to use the thing. And it's like with shaving, it was always just coming back stronger and stronger. But now it's like with this thing, it's just like kicking the, the, the crap out of the hair. And I love it. God bless you, Japan, for coming up with that. You solved my problem. And it's funny because the, uh, the advertisement for it, this pamphlet, you know, about the info, their logo is like a monkey. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an ape. <laughs> it's like, dude, you read my mind. That's my problem. I have to demonkeyfy. It's like, thank you. Man, I should sell, I should ship these things over to the U.S. because I swear to God, there's got to be a market for this thing. It is great. I cannot live without this thing. The next, the next two things kind of go together. Okay, these are the final things, and this is really where Japan has it all together. Okay, and America doesn't, unfortunately, and I don't understand why America can't do this. A lot of people know that Japan is really into vending machines. Okay, they got vending machines all over the place. You can always get a drink. You know, and everyone always makes fun of that, um, you know, the used panty vending machine. You know, I've never even seen those, but whatever. I'm sure they're around somewhere. Okay, we'll cover that in another podcast. But one particular vending machine that I'm in love with um, is the beer vending machine. And whenever friends or family visit, they always freak out about this thing, and they're always taking pictures in front of it. And hell, I can't blame them. I've taken plenty of pictures in front of it, too, because it's something you'd never find in America. Because Puritan America has some kind of thing with public drinking. You know, you you can't drink at the beach. You can't walk down the street drinking a beer. Uh, You can't do any of that. Okay, I don't know what the deal is, but, you know, maybe it's the Prohibition era or something. But, you know, America, we, we got a big problem with drinking in public. Okay. Japan does not. Okay. You could buy beer in a vending machine. Okay. Granted, it's expensive, but you could buy beer in a vending machine. You could walk down the street. You could drink it on the beach, whatever. Who cares? And when some friends of mine visited, 
you know, you always want what you can't have, right? So they freaked out about this, you know. And so they were buying beer. Um, <laughs> they were buying beer like at 9 a.m., 10 a.m., and they're like walking back to my apartment, you know, drinking the beer on the street, you know, for breakfast, just because, just because they could, right? They're taking pictures in front of the beer vending machine. It's great. And the pinnacle, really the thing that I love about Japan is that in the summer especially, but there are restaurants that do this regularly, uh, they not only have all-you-can-eat, but they have all-you-can-drink. And I ain't talking about orange juice, dude. It is all-you-can-drink everything. There's a serve-yourself cocktail bar. There is a beer machine. You just press the button like a drink machine, and it'll serve your beer, and it'll do it perfectly. It'll, like, you know, do the head and everything. And, like I said, it's particularly popular in summer. They'll do these things called beer gardens, where it's an all-you-can-eat buffet, and the food is awesome, and you're sitting outside enjoying the summer, and it's all you can drink, and you could just go, you could go crazy with it, you know, and, and the Japanese people are self-stumbling home and everything. And it's great. The only catch is, I will say, is there's often a time limit. You get an hour and a half, maybe two hours, which for me is more than enough time to um, to stuff myself with food and just drink like 10 gallons of beer. It's great. Now, unfortunately, despite how cool this is, this would never work in America because <laughs> Americans Americans would go apeshit over this, okay? Because Americans, it's... Is if it's one thing I know about my home country is we fucking love excess. Whenever excess is involved, we will go off the fucking hook. We will go crazy, okay? And this is definitely, this is demonstrated in America, number one, by all the fat people, okay? We overeat like a motherfucker, okay? <laughs> you give us a good deal on food, you give us cheap food, which America is very good at, you give us cheap food and lots of it and really unhealthy food, we will eat and eat and eat until we fucking explode, okay? <laughs> okay, this is also shown at uh, the after Thanksgiving sale in America. You have all those cheap goods, you know, on sale. <laughs> There's like a fucking riot and somebody somebody always gets killed, right? You know, it's like people smashing windows, you know, to get in and everything. So... This would never work, an all-you-can-drink restaurant. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't even imagine what would happen. It would be like a riot plus a shooting. <laughs> I don't even know what would happen in America if someone even thought of doing this. And I could just imagine, I can imagine a Japanese businessman coming over to America. And like, I'm gonna, I will start a, uh, I'm gonna start a, uh, an all-you-can-drink and all you can eat restaurant. <laughs> the, the first night, it just gets burned down, and people get shot and killed, and it just gets out of control. Drunk drivers everywhere, right? And it's all the fault of the restaurant. And the police show up, and they're like, "You wanted, to, you tried to do what? What were you trying to do?" <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry, I don't see that ever happening in America uh, because we Americans we go ape shit. Whenever excess is involved, okay, so that's not gonna work. But uh, yeah, that's why I love Japan. All you can drink. Oh my God, God bless them. And uh, we'll leave it at that. 
Talk to you later. Welcome to 